Welcome back to episode 19 of the Writing and Publishing Erotica podcast. I'm Dean Chills. And I'm HK Kiting. And we're your hosts for the show. This is the podcast where we talk about writing and publishing in general and include the occasional tidbit about erotica specifically. If you enjoy the podcast or find it helpful, then please review us on iTunes and also check out our books at sexyfic.com. So, Henry, what have you been up to? What's your newest? My newest is a, a gay erotica called Meatland. Meat to, like food? Meatland. Yeah, it's a guy who has a fetish about um, being cooked. They don't really cook him and eat him, but it's pretty kinky. Uh, but there's bondage, there's breath control, there's strangling, there's all kinds of kinky stuff going on with him and several other guys. And what's happening over at the compound? More and more stories getting pumped out. That's short stories. Um, I developed that project fairly recently. They're between three and 4,000 words each, just short scenes that take place at a fictitious brothel, all-male brothel in Nevada. The, sheen, the scenes are short and sweet, and they get to the point, and uh, they're only 99 cents, or they are on Kindle Unlimited. They are good ones for Kindle Unlimited. They're short reads. And I'm working on the same thing. I have some sexy fic shorts coming out. Uh, the most recent one I've got out is Diving for Diana, another straight story that takes place in a pool with a scuba instructor. And again, this one's straight. And the other big news is that my first erotic story, Breathless Prisoner, is now out in audio. Nice. And that is a good one. Start the series for Rick and Owen. It's a six-parter. But uh, it's one of my favorite stories still. Breathless Prisoner. It's a hot one. Audible and Amazon. I am partial, but really, it is a hot one. So, Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. That's kind of what we were going to talk about today. Kindle Unlimited. It is. We we first heard about Kindle Unlimited July, or maybe it was August of 2014. And I know I jumped right on it. I thought it was going to be the biggest thing ever. And... Well, I knew it was going to be the biggest thing ever. I just didn't know if it was going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Okay, so yeah, I I know I signed up for it like the first or second day it was available, and you signed up like a day or two later. We jumped Mm -hmm. right on it in the beginning. First of all, what what is this Kindle Unlimited thing? Can you explain it? Kindle Unlimited is through Amazon. You sign up. Your first month is free, and then it's $9.99 a month. What it lets you do is read unlimited books. The trick is the authors, every author on there has a choice. Do do they want their book to be on Kindle Unlimited or not? You have the choice. And well, for big publishers and so forth too, they would be making the, the choice with the authors. Not every single book on Amazon is available on Kindle Unlimited. There's a lot of them, a ton of them, but... Not well, everything. Most of the big authors that you've heard of, you know, non-erotica, Stephen King, people like that, are not on there. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like Harry Potter or J.K. Rowling, they are on there. I think the Hunger Games were on there. Yeah. Some other big things. But those are a special deal that Amazon arranged. For the most part, they know that the big stuff is going to sell for enough and be popular enough that they don't need to use the Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, so we both got in like very early on back in July. So we've we've been with this a while and we know how it works now. So are you rolling in money? How's how you're making fifty dollars per book or how's this work? Fifty dollars? No, 
it's weird how they do the payments to the authors. They don't say, like on on stuff you sell, you get a percentage. If it's you a sell specific a book, amount. If you sell a book for two ninety nine, the usual way KDP mm-hmm. at the seventy percent percentage, you get two dollars and seven cents. You know what you're going to get every, every month. Time you can yeah. count on two dollars and seven cents per sale. With Kindle Unlimited, you never really know. They have a chunk of money, so many millions of dollars, and supposedly they divide every Kindle Unlimited borrow by this millions of dollars, and everybody gets a dollar or something, and they tally it up at the end of the month. So you never know exactly how much you're going to get. Yeah, the very first month we did it, I think it was $2.07 or something like that. Very close yeah, to it the, was what good you the get first time. selling books. It was very good. It was over $2. And then everybody got on board. Everybody. All the, all the indie authors put their KU Unlimited. And every month since then, the payout to authors has dropped down. The only time that's not happened was December. It went up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, every month, Amazon has this pot that they put the money in. And every month at the end of the month, they add extra money to it to offset because it's not very much. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is just, there's, there's, I don't know, I hate to sound paranoid, but it seems just strange. Why can't they just tell us we're going to give you $1.50 per book or $1.30 per book or $2 a book or $0.85 cents a book? They don't want to tell you, so that way they can just... Push that price around wherever they want to. Mm-hmm. It would be so much easier if we just knew exactly how much we were going to get per book, per borrow. Okay, so you download all these books for free, and you can keep them forever, right? No. You can borrow 10 books at a time and have them on your device, up to 10. And then you try to borrow an 11th, and it'll, it'll tell you, no, you've got to return a book before you can borrow another one. You can keep them as long as you want to. You could keep 10 books on your machine forever and never borrow anything else if that's what you want to do and keep paying your membership $9.99 a month. So it's an unlimited library that mm-hmm. lets you keep 10 books out at one time. As long as you want to. There's no hurry to read them. Or you can read it in you know, an hour and return it. Check out another one. You, and, you, know, you could check out a dozen books a day. Go through Henry's books and read every last one of them in a weekend. Binge like on Netflix. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, whether you borrow the book and keep it for an hour or keep it for two weeks, Henry here gets paid the same amount. Mm-hmm. Probably about $1.40, $1.50 would be my guess right now. And every author is in the same boat. The difference with us, we've got these two ninety nine titles out there. A lot of authors have their books for $8.99, you know, $20 if you buy them. And they get a nice chunk, 70% commission, if you buy their book. Well, if you borrow them on KU Unlimited, they only get a buck and a half. Yeah, like I said a minute ago, you sell a book for two ninety nine, you get $2.07 in the, on, on your commission. If you borrow, if somebody borrows your book, you get $1.50. Well, that's a $0.50 cent loss, but you know, $1.50 is not that far from $2. Mm-hmm. It's an acceptable loss. You're getting sales. But if your book is $10... And you get 70%, that's $7. And if somebody borrows your book, you get the same $1.50. That's a pretty big loss, which is why you don't see a lot of the more expensive books on KU. So how have your results been since uh, last July when you started? Actually, I've been happy with them. 
I still sell more than I have borrows. It's probably about two-thirds purchases to one-third borrows. And uh, it, it's I've been happy enough with it that I've, I've stuck with it. I've been sort of mixed with it. I have not really come to a perfect decision yet. Uh, I always have sold more than I've had borrows. Right now, currently, as we record this, I've pulled all my books off of KU. Now I'm selling it. Oh, the one thing we didn't mention about uh, Kindle Unlimited, they have to be exclusive on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Henry's books are on Amazon, and that's all. He doesn't sell them anywhere else because they'll throw you out if they catch you selling books other places. Uh, anyway, my books I've recently pulled off of Kindle Unlimited, and I'm selling them now on Nook and Kobo and Apple and Smashwords, all romance, anywhere I can think of to sell the books. They're kind of all over the place. Am I losing out on missing borrows at Amazon? Yeah, my books are not, you can't borrow my books at Amazon, but you can buy them everywhere else. And I think the increased visibility probably offsets the little bit that I'm losing at Amazon. Is that a fact? Which of us is right? Don't know yet. We'll see. I'm right. No, I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, I did mention uh, earlier, we're both writing these sexy fic shorts, these little, little stories, three to 4,000 words. And those are just exclusive on Kindle Unlimited, mine included. Mm -hmm. They're I, short. They're simple. We, we kind of are writing them with Kindle Unlimited in mind. And we're not even doing them in paperback at this time. In the future, we'll probably do a collection of the works in a larger larger edition and uh, put that in paperback. Yeah, lots of little short stories is a good thing. But uh, right now, you can only get those through Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are still in and you're happy with it? I am, yeah, for now anyway. I'm out, but I'm not totally convinced. I might get back in again. So what are your predictions? Where's this thing going to go? Is all Amazon Are all Amazon books going to be borrowable in the future? I don't think they'll ever go that way. I don't think that they'll ever make it mandatory where all of your books have to be borrowed because there's just too many out there that are going to get uh, screwed out of their commission if they, if they do that. Well, they're not going to force Stephen King to rent, to loan his books out, but could they force all self-publishers, little guys, to do this? I think they'd love to do that. If they were poopy heads, yeah, I think they could. <laughs> Amazon is not out to help us. Amazon is out to make money. It's a, Yeah, whatever they think is going to make them the most money. Yeah. but Abusing the little guy. But, you know, say, for example, it's a $10 book. They're still making $3 on that. Amazon. I had a point there. <laughs> and I've lost it. <laughs> it. It's to Amazon's benefit to sell expensive it, books. It's too. to Amazon's advantage, yeah. I don't think Amazon wants to sell their books cheap. Right? I don't think Amazon wants to loan their books out. But with indie publishers, is still such a small portion of their business, they might decide they could do that. Mm -hmm. Force everyone into this exclusive deal. And the nine ninety nine a month is probably a good deal for Amazon. I bet it's a good deal for the readers too. I'm a member of KU. I read. Yes. I read all kinds of stuff through that. Well, what I do is uh, really load up on the erotica and the short things, and you know, see what other people are doing out there. And it's a good cheap way to do lots and lots of research. It is, yeah. Uh, and I'm talking serious, not. Yes. The other kind of research. Yeah, yeah, serious writing research, reading research, yeah. But uh, it's nine ninety nine a month recurring. 
And a lot of people are lazy and disorganized, so they're just going to let their thing go and go and go. Even though they don't use it anymore, they're not going to cancel their membership. Or, you know, there's a, there's a tendency for people to have inertia about that. And I bet a lot of people don't take full advantage and read every day all the time to really get $9.99 worth. So I think Amazon is, is coming out ahead on the memberships. You have to remember you've got it. You have to want to read a lot. But if you do read a lot, it's definitely worthwhile. Oh, yeah. As a reader. Okay. So where do you think the money is going to go on this? Are they, are they uh, borrowing rates? Like I said, usually about $1.40, $1.50 lately. Is that going to go up, down, stay about the same forever? Where do you think? I'm predicting it's going to go up a little bit. I, I think there's going to be more people like yourself that are unhappy with it and are going to get out as authors. And I think you're probably right. And when for every person that like you that gets out, that's more money for me. Not who's really, still in it. <laughs> because they always start out with their Kindle fund at about $3 million, and they add extra millions at the end of the month. As more people start falling out, they'll start adding less. Hmm, so I think maybe. it's going to stay the same or maybe fall lower. Mm-hmm. I was saying before Christmas, I think it would bottom out at 99 cents or right around a dollar per, per borrow. I think it's never been that low. I think I a think it's dollar, less than a dollar, I think, might be a deal breaker for me. I think if it fell that low, I would probably be one that would get out. I have heard on several of the message boards when, when this topic comes up, there are many authors out there who will say, but it's more than I was getting before. If they give me 50 cents a book, I'm happy with that. It's more than I was making before. And I hate that attitude from authors. Authors, your your work is worth something. You're, you're, you're entitled to ask a fair price and get a fair price for your stuff. Stop feeling like you have to give it away or just get 50 cents a, a copy for it. Or, These are the know, same I, kind I don't of like people that. who make a big deal about, <laughs> I only gave away 8,000 free copies this month. I must be doing something wrong. I am not a big fan of giving away free books. Sometimes it's a good strategy. Don't give your stuff away. Your stuff is worth something. You worked on it. That's your babies. Sell them. Don't just give babies away. That didn't come out right. (laughs) (laughs) But you know know what I mean. (laughs) Any final Kindle Unlimited words? I don't think so. If you haven't signed up to buy buy Kindle Unlimited and, and read all these free books... Give it a try. It's really a cool deal. If you're a writer, well, maybe, maybe not. Something to be thought about. Well, and it's a way, too. um, There's a couple of erotica authors out there that I have found where they have 30 or more titles. And um, for myself, for example, or Dean, our works, uh, you buy 30 copies of a book at $3 a piece, that's 90 bucks. Or... If somebody could, does binge on your reading, you on, could go for nine ninety. Make a pile. You could go for nine ninety nine, and if you've read four of them, you've made your money back. How many books do you have out now? Uh, I, I'm over forty titles now. Okay, so if somebody buys your forty books, they're in for a hundred dollars. Well, some of them are some are ninety nine cents with the Tales from the Compound. There's six of those okay, now. A little cheaper there. Yeah, but, but still over a hundred dollars to read all your stuff. Yeah, yeah. If they have Kindle Unlimited. Nine ninety nine a month, as yeah. many as they can cram in there. Would it be possible yeah. to read all your books in a month? If you're a fast reader, I think it'd be probably yeah. not that hard, really. Yeah. But there's a there's a few authors out there that I have found that have a whole bunch of titles, and I've just been going through one a day of their titles, and 
$9.99 a month is a great deal. Okay, moving on. We have mail. We love to get mail. Send your questions in. We've been doing well with the voicemails and the mail mails. So send us some mail mail. We like the mail mails. Yeah, mails are great. <laughs> so the mail stay away. So this mail says, hey guys, I found your podcast last week and have finally caught up on all the episodes. It's been really inspirational and a great way to pass the time while walking to school. I was wondering, do you know anything about erotica publishing in other languages? Do the major online publishing platforms have non-English markets? If so, do you think authors who write in languages other than English would be interested in translating their novels to reach a wider audience? I'm not sure if these are the kinds of questions you are interested in answering. If not, I apologize. Thanks for the podcast. I'm looking forward to the next one. Okay. These are the kinds of questions we're interested in answering. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And basically, if you're the translator, you should get your name out there. You, you could really clean up translating for people. Mm-hmm. One There's... of my big regrets is I never learned to speak another language. But as far as an author goes, is it worthwhile translating your words into some other language or languages? And the consensus from the people I asked was, it's very expensive to have your works properly translated. Because it's not just a matter of plugging your stuff into Google Translate and getting a workable translation. It has to be entertaining. It has to read well. It has to flow. It has to work with that language. Yeah, it's almost as if the other... Uh, it's almost as if the translator is a second author. They're rewriting your book. And something I thought of, too, um, culturally, there could be issues. Something that's titillating in America in English might be horrifying to somebody in Thailand, you know, or, or vice versa. He ate her what? Yeah, he, he put what in his mouth? And, you know, but that's, that's an issue that culturally you'd need to be aware of, not just the language. But to answer your question, first of all, what are you doing walking to school? Are you eight years old? We're going to assume that's college. Oh, okay. Amazon does at least have the ability to publish in other languages. Yeah, there's Amazon.de for Germany, Amazon.co.uk for Britain, which, believe it or not, we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, they do have various, They you get on the K, KDP uh, publishing platform, and you can see all the different stores. There's one in Japan, there's one in Italy, there's one in Australia. Japan? I, J yeah. Germany, France. Brazil, isn't there? Brazil, yeah, yeah there's Brazil. Brazil. Mm -hmm. and a couple other places. They, they have different countries, and yes, you can publish in English and all of those. I know my books are available in all these foreign countries, Well, they're in they, English. And they trickle through. If you, if you publish on Amazon and you select those countries, they'll just trickle through automatically in English. They'll be available in those countries. And we've both sold books in Germany. And in Japan, in Every Italy. month I get mm -hmm. sales in England and sales in Germany and sales in Canada and Australia. You know, the English-speaking countries. Sell very little in Japan or Italy or India, the places that don't speak much English. But it does happen once in a while. Mm -hmm. There's enough people in there that in the countries that speak English. Or it could be somebody English-speaking that's living over there. You know, I mean, somebody yep. from the U.S. that's relocated over there. But yes, you can have your stuff translated into German and posted on Amazon.de, Amazon Germany, and the Germans can buy German books in German. Mm -hmm. And that's great. 
Uh, there's no special trick to it. When you log into the um, regular American Amazon.com, you post your books for Kindle just like you always do. But somewhere in those settings, there's a thing where it asks you, what language is this book written in? And you post it in German, and it goes to the right place. It's actually very simple. Mm -hmm. The difficult part is getting your book translated into German or Spanish or whatever. That could be very expensive. It could be very expensive. If you have to hire somebody. And even after you've paid for it, it could be really horrible. Mm -hmm. You don't speak the language. How would you even know? How many badly written books in English have you read? where it seems very clear that the person who wrote it, English was not their first language. I see lots of them all the time. It sort of makes sense, but it's really clunky-looking English. Mm -hmm. Is it worth the expense? My guess is probably not. I have not looked into it. For small erotica works, probably not. If you have major novels, big things... Maybe more so, but then you're going to have even more, even more of a cost of getting it translated. Okay, bottom line, if you are a translator, get out there and advertise. Uh, the, the small indie publishing people would be a great market for a small translator who wants to stay very, very busy all the time. It seems like it would be a, an open market for that. If you're an author wanting to translate your stuff, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And we really, really want to hear from you. If you have a comment, complaint, or topic suggestion, email us at sexyfic at gmail.com or stop by sexyfic.com and leave a voicemail on the tab that allows you to record a message. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. 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 For the show, if you like it on iTunes. This is Dean Chills. And HK Kiting. We'll see you next time. See ya.